One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash Amada Butthole. <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button today? Before we do get into today's stories, I just want to thank some new members, some rejoins as well from Rohan Tavern for the join, Army of Freaks, Shannon Hawthorne, Queen Woofy2K9. Thank you so much. And I will be returning those member lists very soon. I'm just trying to find the best way of going about it. And just to keep you guys updated, I will be away from tomorrow till next Saturday. Just going away down South Wales, a little break, but I have got all the videos lined up for you. It's taken a while, but we got there in the end. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story does follow with an update from Akron, who says, Would I be the arsehole if I get a piercing and a tattoo without telling my SO beforehand? My boyfriend, 23 male, and I, 21 female, have been together for a little over two years. He's genuinely an awesome person, and we are really happy together. One of the only things about him that bothers me is that he loves me the way I am right now, meaning he doesn't want me to change anything about myself. It's not that he forbids me anything, but he makes it clear that he's not happy with certain things. This happened once so far, but it was a pretty big deal to him. That time, I went to get my nails done, which I normally don't do, but I wanted it for once. I didn't tell him about it because I didn't think it was a big deal, but turns out he finds longer nails really creepy. They were like medium long and kind of didn't want me to touch him with the nails. In my opinion, he overreacted, but if I had told him beforehand, he could have told me about this, so I took them off. Goodbye, $50. Now I really want a piercing and a tattoo. I already had two earrings on each side and a tattoo that covers my whole left thigh when we got together, and he never had a problem with them. About six months ago, I told him I want to get another tattoo at some point, and he said he didn't really understand why I would get another one. He didn't say he was opposed to it, but but I know he kinda is. Fast forward to this week, I made an appointment to get a tragus piercing, tragus tragus, piercing I've wanted for a long time, and I'm getting it next week. I've also had a tattoo idea in my head to honor slash remind me of my dad, and I've decided I want to schedule an appointment with an artist. I haven't told my boyfriend about the piercing appointment or my plans to get the tattoo because I'm scared he'll react the same way as with the nails. Well, I think it would be hypocritical for him to have a problem with it, since I already have a big thigh tattoo and ear piercings. I still think it could be an asshole move to just do it without telling him. Would I be the asshole for doing this? But let's check out a couple of the comments to see what they say. With AJH337 says, This guy is trying to control what you do with your body. This is not okay. He might not have outright said you can't do this, but his actions with your nails say it all. He didn't like it, so expected you to change it immediately. I don't really like my girlfriend's long nails if I'm honest, but you know what I do? Tell her they look great because she likes them. You are not the asshole here, but I'm not so sure about him. If he's controlling in this area, I can't imagine he is not in other areas, and that is not a good thing in a partner. To which Ornery Wynn replies that saying, I'm glad I'm not the only one thinking this. Her boyfriend's reaction are weird at best. I've been with my husband 10 years, and he never expects me to tell him if I am doing something to my wardrobe or body. The only reason I do is because he has a right to know about money being spent too. If their finances are separate, I don't see why she needs his approval. 
Murky Ad says, and quotes, I haven't told my boyfriend about the piercing appointment or my plans to get a tattoo because I'm scared he'll react the same way with the nails. When you start to fear the reactions of your partner, you should not change your actions. You should change the partner, not the asshole. He's holding you back and trying to keep you from living your life. Maybe find a better partner. He loves your image in his head, not you. Langtonian99 says not the arsehole and possibly no one's an arsehole here. Someone can express preferences in a partner without necessarily being controlling and abusive. I do wonder though what it says about your relationship that you don't seem able to talk about it. Odd Enchilada says no one's an arsehole here, at least with the details you provided. He has the right to dislike something and to express that dislike while you have the right to do with your body whatever you want. But this situation shows that you two urgently need to figure out how to communicate in a healthy way. He should be able to express his feelings without pressuring you. And you should be able to accept his feelings without feeling pressured. This is definitely a challenge. You can oftentimes feel pressured even when it wasn't intended. Simply because someone you deeply care about said it. Or if you can't figure it out, maybe consider that you simply aren't a good fit anymore. Simmer down Buttercup says heads up. You shouldn't feel you have to hide what you want from your partner. You're an autonomous person with your own wants and a healthy relationship is both partners supporting each other's desires and decisions. And Dia says, I think all the people here saying that this guy is abusing you and controlling you are being pretty damn alarmist over nothing. I too find fake fingernails extremely creepy. I actually find them just gross. Don't ask me why, but I just think they are gross. Stomach churning. Anyway, that said, I'm not seeing anything saying he has told you that you can't do something. All he has done is make his preference known and ask you why you would want another tattoo. That seems normal. I'm sure you have preferences about him as well. And it's also okay for him not want to be with someone who always wears fake nails and is all tatted up if that is how far he wants to take it. It's also perfectly okay if you don't want to be with someone who has such a strong reaction to fake nails. It's called dating. If he isn't into that and you are, then you may not be compatible. You can both be perfectly nice people and still not be compatible. No one's an arsehole here. If it helps any, I personally would not care much about tats and piercings, even though the nails would drive me crazy. It's not about someone changing their appearance. It's that I just think fake nails are disgusting and gross. He may be the same way. You guys really should talk. He needs to can the sour attitude and you need to open up. You may be making some assumptions that are not true. Now, let's move on to the update to see what that says. So the update says, Lots of people think I should talk to my boyfriend about wanting the piercing and tattoo before getting them. If he doesn't accept slash respect my decision or tries to change my mind, I should explain that I still have bodily autonomy and he is allowed to dislike my decision, but I'm still doing it. I talked to him last night and he didn't take it great, but not really bad either. I told him that I was getting a Traeger's piercing and that I have an appointment on Monday to get it done with a good friend of mine. I also asked him if he remembered me talking about getting the tattoo for my dad about six months ago and told him I had decided I wanted to get it, although no appointments have been made yet. His first reaction was, as I expected, but why would you do that? And it's not necessary. I proceeded to explain to him that I really want them and it'll make me happy, to which he replied, will it? I told him that he is allowed to not like these kind of changes, but that I still want to be able to do them and I won't change as a person because I make a change in my appearance. I think he got the message saying, I guess I'll have to live with them, the tattoo and piercing, but I won't love you less. He acted kind of sad during the conversation yesterday, but he was slash is still affectionate and I'm positive once I have them, he'll get over it. 
To most of you commenting, he is controlling slash manipulating me. Thanks for the warnings. He can kind of play the victim sometimes, but in my opinion, this stems more from his insecurities and a health issue that I'm not going to specify out of respect for him. Some of you suggested these causes and he definitely struggles with them. Thank you for your judgment and advice. Now put yourself in this situation. Your partner was gonna get a tattoo, piercing, or something that would change their appearance in potentially a big way. Would you say something about it? Are you right to say something about it and express your opinion on it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for refusing to stay at home with the kids while my husband attends my brother's wedding? I'm a stay at home mum and my husband works full time. We have three kids and one of them is two years old. My husband helps a lot with the kids. He's a committed dad, but is absolutely against babysitters due to an awful incident with a babysitter that was the reason his younger male cousin James got disabled years ago. I don't go out much since I have to take the kids with me and not every place is suitable for kids. We received an invitation from my brothers who has been my husband's friend since college wedding, which we later discovered was child free. My brother lives states away, so the entire trip will take four days, as well as my brother's in-law's weekend dinner party. Their tradition. I told my husband I want to go, since it's been a while since I've been to a wedding, and this one is special and suggested we get a trusted friend as a babysitter. He asked if I was serious to consider leaving our two-year-old with a babysitter, and suggested that I do what I normally do, and stay home with the kids while he goes to the wedding. I refused and said I have as much right to attend as him since we were both invited. He said it wasn't his fault my brother wants a child-free wedding and I should do this for the kids and sacrifice for their sake. I still refused and said this was unfair and since he's a parent too, then he should also stay for the kids. He looked at me and said, that's my best friend's wedding. You're asking me to skip for Christ's sake. Are you kidding me? then said I was being petty for suggesting this and that I was basically choosing to go and party over keeping our kids safe. He asked me to consider this a business trip. What would I do? Go with him and leave the kids? I said I understand his paranoia of babysitters, but really all my friends have sitters and at times they're really needed. He said I ought to know better than what my friends tell me and that this wasn't even up for discussion. And when I kept arguing, he called me selfish and said he wouldn't let me ruin his relationship with his friend because I was being spiteful for not being able to attend and that my brother understand my situation. He keeps asking who's more important, a wedding party or my kids and said I was unreasonable for making my attendance the hill to die on. Am I the arsehole? Am I being selfish for wanting to attend this wedding? My brother's wedding after four years not attending anything. I come out of this one thinking, what? how does he think he has more right to attend that wedding than you? Your brother's wedding. It's your brother. I'd love to know what your brother would say about this if he was in that room. And everything he said to you in this situation, you know, would work for him as well. They are his kids. So what's more important to him to go party or his kids? And the whole thing, the way like the responses to you and the way he was talking to you in this story, it just feels like you're not equal to him in this relationship. But Masterpiece OK4688 says, I have a hard time to believe your husband is a good dad. Every single sentence from him smells like entitlement and selfishness. If you can't go to your brother's wedding, so can't he. Why doesn't he stay at home and you attend? Since this never came to his mind, he thinks less of you in your needs. You are the servant for the children not his wife who is on the same level. This wedding shows you what kind of person your husband is and what he thinks of you, not the arsehole. 
In Vomitus, Rex says not the asshole. This is insane. It's your brother and somehow your husband thinks he is the one who should get to go. When he's the whole reason you can't both go because of his unreasonable paranoia about hiring a babysitter. Honestly, if I was you, I'd be absolutely prepared to die on this hill. He's got away with holding you hostage to this nonsense for years. There is not one single logical reason why he should be allowed to attend rather than you. And if he was prepared to work on his own emotional baggage, then you could just hire a sitter like any other couple would do in this scenario. This is 1 billion percent on him. If anyone stays home with the kids, it should be him. Hatham Kens is not the asshole. If he's the one against a babysitter, then he should be the one who stays at home. Your relationship seems very one-sided and you shouldn't stop yourself going out. Tell him to try another babysitter or he stays at home while you go out. Also, he says it's his best friend's wedding. It's your brother for fuck's sake. And one more from Zoin Kara who says, what the fuck, not the asshole. No, just no. He sees you as selfish for wanting to attend your brother's wedding. And he sees himself as not selfish for wanting to attend his best friend's wedding. He decided that you are the asshole because you want the same thing he wants. The fuck? And quotes, then said, I was being petty for suggesting this. And that was basically choosing to go to a party over keeping our kids safe. And what the fuck is he doing? The exact same thing. When I kept standing up for myself, he called me selfish and said he won't let me ruin his relationship with his friend. But it's okay to ruin your relationship with your brother by his logic. Because I was being spiteful. And he's not. For not being able to attend that my brother understand my situation. But your brother will be incapable of understanding his brother-in-law's situation. Which is the exact same as yours. Goes on to quote, He keeps asking who's more important, a wedding party or my kids. And said I was unreasonable for making my attendance the hill to die on. But his attendance isn't triggering this ex the same exact reasoning. What the fucky rubber ducky, holy hell. There's a lot to unpack here, lady. Did he wear a suit made of red flags when he got married? Anyways, it's a four-day wedding excursion. So after trudging through a field of red, here goes. One, call your brother and ask if they can make a child-free exception given your unique circumstances. No is an answer, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Two, if no, all of you pack up and go to a hotel. You trade off watching the kids at the hotel. Maybe he goes to the wedding, you go to the reception. He goes to the in-law dinner, you go to something else, whatever. Three, when you get home, figure out how you can get money and not be financially dependent on this man, just in case. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Another thing that popped into my head, imagine, you know, husband does go in this situation. He turns up to the wedding. People go up to him and say, oh, where's wife in this situation? Will he turn around and say, oh, I told her not to come because she needs to look after the kids because, because I don't want any babysitters looking after our children because of what happened? That seems insane to me, but let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And our next story comes from Great N2708 title Am I the arsehole for letting my son use my car, but not my daughter? I'm widowed mum of two kids. My son is 26 and my daughter just turned 19 and got a driver's license. I have a car and I'm the main user of the car, but my son has used it more times than I do lately in order to hang out or to get to his job. Ever since he got his driver's license, it's the car he's practiced with and he got used to being a good driver. My daughter has now used my car for practice after she got her license and she occasionally asks for it to go out with her friends. I let her and she's a great driver so I'm not worried about her crushing it. My son though has used my car for more years and I feel like he's more entitled to it than my daughter. He'd take the car as if it's his own and I don't mind because I barely use it that much anymore. But my daughter gets pissed that she never gets to have the car because her brother always has it. I try not to entertain her her complaints and I mostly ignore her when she's crying about not having the car. A couple of days ago, my daughter had told me that she's going to need the car today so she can drive her friend to the dentist. I had originally said okay. Today is the day she was supposed to use the car and my son came and took the keys and left without saying anything. My daughter was about to leave, searching for the car keys and I told her that her brother had the car. Then she stormed off and said I should have told him that she needs it today and how she's supposed to drive her friend to the dentist. She asked if he at least took the car for an emergency and I said I don't think so. He'll probably just go out. She got extremely upset with me and had enough of her whining about it and I reminded her that the car is mine and only those I allow will use it and that she's no longer allowed to even dare ask him to get in the car since I'm banning her. She called me the arsehole for favoring my son over her all the time and never saying no to him. I told her I'm not favoring him. I just think he's more entitled to the car since he's used it for years and he doesn't need his sister's permission to get it. My sister told me I was being an asshole to my daughter and I should apologize to her and treat her and my son equally. Am I the asshole? Now, absolutely, you can see the favoritism all over this post. If you're going to do something like that, I mean, what the hell is, you know, he's been using the car longer so he gets priority. How does that work? <laughs> there should be, if you're going to let your kids use your car, they need to be equally using it or both, not at all really, and getting their own cars. But it's pretty much already too late for that because you've been letting your son use your car for X amount of years. Then daughter scheduled the car in. She actually asked, can I have it at a certain time? You knew your son took it, so I do wonder if you actually watched him go out with it. Didn't say anything at all. Then when daughter approaches you about it, you just sort of say, well, it's my car. I can do what I want with it and you're banned. Yes, you're going to be the arsehole in this situation. I mean, come on now. But Levantine says you're the arsehole. You're clearly favoring one child over the other for what? Keeping the peace. Your daughter planned something out and your son swooped and canceled her plans by proxy. She was helping a friend and your son was just going out. Dick move, mum. Dick move. I genuinely hope this is a fake post, but on the chance it's not, you should be ashamed. If you're capable of it, that is. Science Not Kid says you're the asshole for the unapologetic favoritism. Also, he's 26. He should have his own car by now. Jeez, cut the strings. 
Lucky Silver Nickel said you're the arsehole. You specifically told her she could use it, but let him take it. You treated your word to your daughter as less important than your son's whims. She feels like you favor him because you do. Arbor says, everything I would like to say to you would get me banned from this site. So I will simply say huge you're the arsehole. Of course, your son has been using it longer. He's seven years older and has had his license longer. You might as well just come out and say that you have one child you actually care about and one that annoys you and wish she would go away. You're showing an appalling amount of favoritism and a complete callous lack of concern for your daughter's feelings. Is she even a person to you, I wonder? Yes, you should treat them both equally. In fact, she should get preferential treatment for the car since he's older and should be working towards independence. And one more from Wetman Walking who says, oh my God. My son though has used the car for more years and I feel like he's more entitled to it than my daughter. I mostly ignore her when she's crying about. My sister told me I should apologize to her and treat her and my son equally. And then says, how did you not notice yourself that you are a terrible mother in this regard while writing this concoction? Huge or the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Sure, it can only go one way. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from, am I the asshole frazzled fiance? Am I the asshole for not taking in my fiance's niece and nephew? My fiance's sister and mother just passed away in an accident and her sister left behind her six-year-old son and daughter. My fiance pretty much immediately started talking about flying the kids here to move in with us. I've never been interested in having kids. I have nothing against kids in general. I just personally don't want to raise or live with any kids and I've always been very clear on that. And I thought my fiance was the same. So I reiterated my stance on having kids and said, I'm not going to change my mind on that now. My fiance claims we're the only people who can take in these kids, which seems strange because she has a brother who has the bonus of living close to where the kids have been living. So they wouldn't even have to change schools. My fiance says her brother can't take them because of money and being too busy. Though I'm sure he could do it if he really wanted to. I'm pretty sure you get money from the government for taking in orphan kids if you need financial help. Also, he's about to inherit a bunch of money from his mum. I said if my fiance insists on taking in these kids, we will no longer be compatible and we'll unfortunately have to end the relationship and she'll have to move out of my place. She's mad that I'm making her choose between me and the kids, even though there's really nothing else I can do because I am simply not going to take in these kids. I have zero interest in raising kids. I think it's completely unfair to expect me to upturn my life for two random kids I've never even met just because her brother can't be bothered. She claims I'm basically saying the kids have to go to foster care or I'll kick her out and leave her with nowhere to go and two kids to care for. Which is a bit dramatic because again, they have an uncle I bet could take them in with a bit of effort. And if she really must be the one to take them, she could just move into her mum's old place or her sister's old place. She's also saying I'm basically threatening to break up with her and kick her out right after her mum and sister died. But I don't see that I had a lot of choice since she was ready to bring two kids into my place and it was either tell her my stance now or wait until she already moved them in. Am I the asshole? ETA, the children's father, is unknown. And we're going to start with Happy Rainbow Sparkle on this one who says no one's an asshole here. Difficult situation but you shouldn't have to change your life for these kids, though I would accept this is the end of your relationship. Jasmadoodle says, not the arsehole for the sentiment, but if you're sharing it with her the same way you're putting it here, very much the arsehole for that. You say you thought she didn't want kids, but this has nothing to do with her wanting or not wanting kids. These are kids who already exist and who she already loves, who need help. 
If you're not willing to give that help, you can communicate that boundary. But you make it sound like she's gone all baby hungry or something. She hasn't. She's trying to simultaneously cope with crushing grief, care for two loved ones, and probably also trying to make sure she honors what her sister would have wanted. The way you talk about this whole situation doesn't seem to reflect empathy for that. Little Balafur says, no one's an asshole here, but can't say you're the most empathetic or lovely person. They're not two random kids. They're her sister's kids, man. Gloomy Opposite says you're the asshole, surprised by the no one's the asshole here comments. You're not the asshole for not wanting to take in the kids, but for your lack of empathy for the situation. Your fiance just lost her sister and mother. She's not acting dramatic, she is grieving. Of course, she might not be acting as logical as you want her to be and won't realize your obvious solutions. It could be that she wants to take in the kids so she can have family around, as well as honor her sister's memory, without having to leave you and the life you two have. You establish it's not feasible, but at least take the time to help her process this whole ordeal. Edit, I forgot to mention this. Since you're so logical, you could have told her that it's important to think of the kids' best interests. Uprooting them when their mother just died will be terrible for their mental health. Those kids should stay where they are familiar with. Sijiru says, you're the asshole for how you're treating your soon-to-be ex-fiance. But it's balanced by the fact that at least you're getting her to see the real you before marriage. You can choose whether or not you want kids, but stuff comes up in life. You're showing her that you'd rather stick to ideals for yourself than to adjust, problem solve, and act as a partner. You're the asshole. You're really being a jerk about how you're communicating that and for putting up an ultimatum. She just lost her mother and sister. You have no idea what the brother situation really is. You just think you solved the problem by avoiding any responsibility yourself. I mean, really? That's your prerogative, but but you're just not long-term relationship material if you can't figure out a better way to deal with difficult things and changes to plans. Because guess what? That's what partners do. And Beck says, no one's an asshole here, but she'd be better off without you. Just like you didn't think she would take on kids. She didn't think you would ditch her when she needed you the most. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What do you think of all of today's collections of stories if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel. It means the absolute world, honestly. And don't forget, I'm away from this Sunday. Going to be away for a week, just chilling. I'll be on Twitter. Come join me over there. I might be sharing a photo or two. And hopefully I should be still involved in the comments. Internet depending, of course. I think I'm pretty out of the way, but I heard there is some Wi-Fi somewhere. <laughs> but as I said, we've still got the full schedule of videos to come. Maybe some Nightmare Neighbors and relationships thrown in there as well. Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.